that's how we warm it up. So I don't know if I ever told you guys about this, but I survived Woodstock 99. No. Yes. Wow. Well, yeah, because yeah. you're here. Yeah. I'm here. No, I mean, clearly you're a survivor, I just am. in general anyway. But. Yeah. I'm not sure why it got brought up this week, but it was brought up twice. And then it dawned on me that I was there when the 90s died. See, we all were there when the 90s died. Oh, you, oh, you 90s, mean that was the turning point? I was at ground zero. We're a fascinating decade, but I don't think it's sort of like, I don't think it's like tantamount to like the assassination of MLK and Robert Kennedy where the 60s died. I think this was, or, or even like, uh, what's that one where the Hells Angels like destroyed the West Coast Woodstock? Oh, uh, with, it was uh, with the Rolling Stones, was it? Yeah. For, not Fremont. What the hell was Something it? Something Mott. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was some Altamont, some festival. maybe? Al- Altamont? I don't know. I think it was Altamont. Either yeah. way, and that quah. was the death of a decade. Yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. Woodstock was more like a shitty tombstone that got kicked over on a decade that was just repeating things that had happened for the last three decades anyway. Not to say I didn't have a ball during the fucking 90s. I did. Yeah. But I'm not going to give the 90s too much fucking credit. For oh, no. Culture. Yeah, no, I know. All right, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I did not do it all. For I'm glad you lived. Yeah. I, I made it. I actually left when the fire started. Perfect. Wow. Perfect. Yeah, the fire started. And I remember sitting there going like, you know what? This is going to be a bad scene. Right. So when Fred Durst told you to ruin everything, you didn't do it. <laughs> I did not do it. Good. No, as a matter of fact, good I for, did not. Good I for did you. Not do no, it. to a shit sandwich is a hallmark of decent humanity. Yes. Well done, sir. Thank you. And welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I am a Woodstock 99 survivor, Mark Stores, oh, and with me as always is. I'm Chris. And. Yeah, I'm a Lollapalooza one. I'm, Psychologically, I feel like I was damaged oh, a little. We're all survivors. Oh. Yep. yep. We, 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 all, all, we all got through the 90s somehow. We all made it. We yeah. got through Tarantino's, and he was actually good in the 90s. Kind of like Metallica in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. He actually had something to offer that. He did. But I digress. Though I will say his latest opus, interesting. Mr. Mr. Tarantino? Yeah. I yeah. know I digress. But right. yeah, um, my name is Rob Morphy. Thank you all so very much for joining us on a movie news tip. I've been posting about it. I'm going to talk about it real quick, but I'm not going to talk very long about it. Color Out of Space. Yeah, you have been starring. jamming on this. I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing that out there. That's true. I, I Look, I steered you wrong once, maybe twice, with a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie well, and, La- and Last Jedi. I, we know how you feel about Nick Cage. That's why. He's my, he's my true. jam. It doesn't matter what he does. He can just be shitting on a toilet for two hours, and you'll be like, oh my God, it's amazing. Well, yeah, it's, Warhol filmed yeah. it 19 hours, just yeah, like yeah. Skyscraper, yeah. of his sack dangling down <laughs> mid-shit. Yeah, just angles in the toilet, from the toilet, from the top. You there, are not objective about Nick Cage. There no. is a pretty intense uh, Nick Cage toilet scene in uh, Mandy, as a matter of fact, which I recommend everyone check out Mandy, then double feature it, with color out of space. Is that too much, Nick Cage, for one night no. for your average viewer? We're going to no. need a, me and Rob are going to need a whole bottle of Devil Springs if we're going to do that. Absolutely. All right. And I mean, we're going to die. Yes, we will. So we shouldn't do it. <laughs> no. All right. Because we right. have to do it to get through it. Okay, well, don't die. Do you die. want us dead? Yeah, we're not do gonna, you want <laughs> us dead? We no. cannot do a double feature of that. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I think if we did this all together, we would enjoy it greatly. Really, it is a it's a it's a it's an obviously based on an H.P. Uh, Lovecraft story. Nick Cage has it's a, a classic phenomenal story. performance. Die in Monster it. Die was a good variation yeah. back in the a, day with Nick Adams, and then that really shitbag one that was kind of co-directed by Lucio Fulci back in the eighties with Will Wheaton, The Curse. Which I vaguely remember really that. like a garbology version of the Lovecraft story. It really bastardized it. Well, this new one is awesome. I recommend everybody check <sighs> okay. it out. Uh, podcast news, updates, and stuff. Um, Hellerspace, hellerspace.com. Check that out. Get your merch. I thought you were just chanting for a second. No, no. Hellerspace, hellerspace.com. No, be sure to check that out. <laughs> um, we got the Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com slash Podcast, And we have some Patreon shoutouts to do real quick. Exciting. Now, I'm going to do these real quick. We got Jeremy Hartz. Thank you, Jeremy. Carol Bourne. Carol, you're the best. Mm. TJ Schmidt. TJ, I was I was a little skeptical about you at first, but now I'm convinced. You're the man. Ray Garza. All right, this is fucking awesome. Ray Garza yeah. is the best Come name on, it's ever. Ray Garza. Yeah, Ray Garza rules. You, you are in fucking Mos Eisley right now. You are getting paid to do Ray some Garza. shady shit in another side of a galaxy. We got Maria LaCroix. Ooh. Now, Ooh. Fancy. I think I'm saying this right. LaCroix? It's L-A-C-R-O-I-X, but I yeah. think it's LaCroix. Yeah. LaCroix. Yeah. Like the drink. 
I, I don't know if it's like a drink, but that's how you'd pronounce it. Okay, well, thank you, Maria. And finishing it off, we have Morris West. Oh, perfect. Well, shit. Yeah, so thank you all so very much for your contributions to our Patreon campaign. Again, $1 will get you a shout-out, $5 will get you a shout-out, and some bonus audio. Big uh, thank y'all. bonus audio. Thank you all to everyone that contributes. We appreciate it. This week, we got our we are back with the Mystery Bag Monday. I love it. We're doing it. Bag. So glad we dusted this off. Now, do we have a theme this week? The last theme was military. All right, yeah. Let's start it okay. off. You know what? I can't promise As that military. every Mystery Bag Monday will have a theme, though I might start doing that. Okay. But there is an accidental theme, and this is the unexpected. Oh. It's not, it's not, no, no, listen. Let Jesus me, let Christ, me okay. It's not just a typical encounter where you think, oh, it's an alien, it's a monster, it's a fucking what uh, you know, whatnot, excuse me, what uh. It's fucking, um, it's going to have a little spin. It's going to start off like, oh, I know what's going down. And then it's going to be you're like, not going to know. The okay. Fuck just happened. All right. right. Well, so we're gonna, are we going to. So maybe, maybe better than the we'll unexpected. The That's a little pedestrian. It's more the fuck is the theme of this podcast. I pod, like that. All right. With our, a question mark. Our first story here is called The UFO, The Portal, and The Rustic Reptoid. In Dubadilly. In the winter of 2008, a young couple was driving through a rural region of Dade County, Florida, when they spied a brilliantly illuminated ovoid object heading toward a pastoral farmhouse. But as shocking as the sight must have been, it paled before the bizarre and decidedly ominous entity that they witnessed lurking inside of the picturesque home. Ooh, Home invasion. Setting the stage. The old B and E. The old is breaking it, and entering. Is it a breaking and entering? Is it? I don't is know. Is it a Airbnb where they just have odd guests? Oh. Is this home owned by the unknown? We will find <laughs> I out. I don't like the term Airbnb because I picture like Cloud City. Yeah. No. Me too. <laughs> I feel like you float. Like there's yeah. like floating houses. Like once, I want once the, the Airbnb. Once the world gets overpopulated, you like fucking you know have these hover houses. Yeah. You have to like the stay Airbnb. In them. All right. And they, like, that's what it should be. Like every few years, and there's big accidents. I mean, but actually, that's okay. A very good friend of ours is a very successful Airbnb. Uh, a, oh, a, I know. A runner of an Airbnb. Lucrative. Well, this. Motherfucker is the most ambitious human being I've ever known. Exactly. No, he really is. Super no, duper really proud is. of him. Yes. Yeah. But we digress. Let's get back to Dade. At about 4.30 p.m. on January 13th, 2008, an unidentified couple was enjoying a leisurely drive through the idyllic expanse of western Dade County, not far from Homestead, Florida, where cityscapes gave way to vast, lush fields of strawberries and tomatoes. Oh, they're getting out into okay. the country. It's so nice. pretty. And, and, strawberries and, and tomatoes. Red, red plants. Little yeah. Little puffy tomatoes. Fruits. <laughs> fruits. Red, orangey fruits. <laughs> Indeed. Christmas, laughter, friendship. The pair slowed down to get a better look at a four or five acre patch of strawberries flanked by a small quaint farmhouse and barn, both of which bordered the vast swampy stretch of protected marshlands known as the Everglades. Struck by the natural splendor of the place, the couple pulled over to get a better look, and that's when they noticed a brilliant ovoid light slowly approaching the property from the northwest. And that's when it starts getting... Into Kryptonon territory. Okay. Un unexpected, or as we call it, the, the fucking. Fuck. No, you know what? No, it's just the fuck. Well, no, 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 the fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. With a question mark. Yeah, it's just. But, the... but no, this is not the fuck yet. Oh, it's not. For us, this, this is, is standard ops. This is the pre-fuck. Yeah, I... this is pre-fuck. I... This is strawberries, tomatoes, and a UFO. This is standard ops for us. Did I have a premature fuck? Yeah, you did. Ah, oh, shit. The fucking Typical. is coming. <laughs> which is part of the fuck. She's my poor wife. <laughs> gotcha, boy, zing. Wow. Yeah. But, That's for you, Nicole. Save it for the cat skills, she's, buddy. She's not listening. No, she's no, she's not. Well, thank God. The duo stared in astonishment as the serenity of the moment was shattered by the sheer surreality of the odd object which soared to a stop directly above the house. Without warning, an intense luminescent beam shot down from the object, bathing the home in its searing glow, a glow which temporarily blinded the eyewitnesses. The ray was accompanied by what the couple recalled was a sharp hissing noise quote unquote mm, interesting so weird poppy radio sound i don't know what it would be but it's interesting because not a lot of sounds are associated with ufos especially beams usually yeah, so it's an interesting you don't, you don't really get the set sometimes the, you, i can hear like a buzzy like, a bzz, like something like a hiss like a weird like like the soundtrack of a tractor beam and know, there's like, like and dracula there's a, well there's a difference yeah. between two like sci-fi movies that imply this sort of like like deep you know, sub bass buzz or whatever, just right. because they have to foley the fuck out of it. And what real life people are claiming to see. 
and usually, though sometimes, but usually uh, sound isn't part of it, but what happens next might be a part of why it was making a sound. Okay. Their eyes quickly adjusted to the quote-unquote intense glare of the craft, at which point they noticed a row of black spots running along the widest point of the oval, which seemed to the observers to be a series of windows. Just when it seemed as if things couldn't get any stranger, a swirling distortion began to appear in the sky below the UFO and just above the house. Mm. So I imagine like a slightly discolored dust devil, for lack of a better comparison. Some sort of portal? Well, it is the UFO, the portal, and the rustic reptoid. The couple stared in disbelief as they watched the clouds and even the sunlight bend and twist behind this buckle in the space-time continuum. Uh, Some weird warp thing happening? And what seemed to be an affront to physics itself. How dare you affront physics? (sighs) Sir! Niels Bohr is rolling around in his motherfucking grave. Seemed to be an affront. Seemed to be. I I... I... I grant you, this is my speculation. What is that face? I'm just saying, someone was talking shit about physics. But when sunlight and clouds warp, yeah, physics is involved tacitly. Well, I'm not saying that the space-time continuum he... was definitely being breached. <laughs> I'm saying fucking mirage. Well, is it all physics? Right, all right, wait. Or heat mirage right. physics, Chris? Yeah. All right. I rest my fucking case. <laughs> So it's right, physics. Well, I didn't say magic physics. God damn it. Listen, let's stick with the time and space continuum. Right, but the UFO is throwing a monkey dick in the works in terms yeah. of it. It's not just a simple heat mirage unless every, it was really hot. Every time. Yeah, right. no, right, right. right. Okay. Right, and a front to physics itself. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> Strange as it seemed, the riveted pair noted that the larger this whirling vortex became, the smaller and darker the ship above it seemed to become. It was as if... Creating this rift in reality required not only all of the object's energy, but its physical mass as well. Of course, it might have just been disappearing. All speculation on my part. Then, just as this ship had become barely a dot in the sky, it suddenly disappeared with an audible yet low-pitched pop. This distortion effect lingered, excuse me, the distortion effect lingered for a few seconds more, then it too vanished without a trace. No doubt perplexed, almost certainly terrified, and inarguably curious, the couple decided to go closer to the house to get a better look and perhaps see if any of the residents had also caught sight of the ominous yet astonishing display that had occurred directly over their roof. The pair drove through the open gate and up the driveway, noting a strong smell of burnt ozone, as if from an electrical fire, at least that was the speculation they made combined with a repugnant, rotting, organic or odor that they could not place. Oh, burnt electronics and rot. Yeah. Well, I mean, in all fairness, they're like seven and a half feet from the fucking Everglades. Well, so, yeah, I mean, so. it could yeah. be just a weird confluence of some strange electrical phenomenon right. that may be paranormal or paranatural, for lack of a better word, right. and just swamp funk, or maybe not. We just, there's no way to know. You call this the case of ball lightning and swamp gas. In Dubadilly. Yeah, that'd be a pretty steep restaurant, actually. Ball, ball lightning and swamp gas. Yeah, it's like Applebee's, but better. Oh God! It would not be any challenge, dude. <laughs> hey, all right, What's listen, that? listen. Oh, Applebee's aside. Old balls and regret is better than Applebee's. Okay, I would not go there. No, I would, I would not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't establish it. I wouldn't dine there. No. All right. So what we've got is ozone and fucking raw funk. All right, cool. As they neared the porch, the two witnesses looked up to see a dark figure, which they initially assumed to be the homeowner, standing in one of the windows. In a matter of seconds, the two observers realized that what they were looking at was no farmer, but a large, apparently bipedal, gray-skinned being with decidedly reptilian features. Oh, shit, son. Rustic reptoid. The ru- Dude, the reptoids, are they're, they're gone on a fishing trip. You know they're there. Okay, you need right. a summer home. Everyone does. Yeah, exactly. Why the, not Florida? Why well, not Florida? In fact, I mean the Everglades. Almost certainly Florida. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, the Everglades are there. Plus, fucking there's there's Disney too, dude. Don't forget Orlando. They're not going to the Disney. Magic Kingdom. They might they might yeah. be able to disguise just themselves. Hissing. <sighs> hissing their way through Disney. Yeah, and they're just going on fucking all the rides. Disney That's how they. Dude. Okay, they fuck the fast pass. We're just yeah, gonna hiss at people. Like, <laughs> and they just go on the Aerosmith ride. Disney refused no one. Yeah. I mean, they're making money. 
space ducats, whatever the fuck they got. Dude, if you're in like the if you're in if you're it's a fucking haunted mansion and in, in line there's just like some reptoids and it's fucking making weird noises and being all jiggling. Oh and yeah, shit. no, they get to cut. Yeah, they're getting fucking. They're past getting mad cuts every yeah. time. <sighs> yeah. right. We both sighed for the wrong reason. <laughs> Completely different reasons. I, was I'm like, I know. Dude. There was a look of like pure ecstasy yeah, on Mark's face, dude. and Chris just, has just, once again during the pod given up on life. All because right. I, he was actually explaining it. I was picturing Slee Stacks walking around Disney. Oh, yeah. God. Like, it's, seriously, I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? In my mind, I'm at Disney right now with my family, and there's a bunch of fucking reptilians, and I'm like, no, kids, it's cool. All right, we're going to wrap this up quick. I hide behind. Oh, my God. I got into the hands. I, I know. The horrible hands. I did the hands. Why know. did they scare me so much? Slee Stacks scared the fuck out of me yeah, when me too. I was a kid. They were just, even the nice slow, one. Yeah, yeah, even the nice one. Any minute he's gonna bite your fucking yeah. neck off. As he he does, he's wearing a glittery yeah. robe and he's got the crystals, but he's still a fucking douche. Yeah, he's just seducing you with his sweet, sweet English skills. Do we have more reptilian uh, Goodbye, encounters family. here with this robber? We're just gonna wrap this up. Okay, okay what do we got? The gray-skinned gator-like thing, whatever it was and wherever it may have come from, looked back at the pair. And that proved to be the final straw. Without a moment's hesitation, the driver made a sudden U-turn into the well-groomed lawn, plowed directly through a flower patch before accelerating back onto the road, leaving behind the picturesque weirdness for a safer locale. So why did he drive off the road? Oh, because he was looking. He, he pulled down the driveway. There was a gate. He wasn't going to back around oh, then slowly. Oh, he U-turned it. And then he just he U-turned like, yeah, he over just, the flower bed through the grass like back the onto Duke the driveway. Like the Duke boys, right? Like the, the fucking bone loop. Like fucking, yeah, flower hating Duke boys. Well, he, yeah. he didn't jump a quarry. He just yeah. fucking... <laughs> You just made a Yui <laughs> without a giving a fuck. Yeah. Jump a and honestly, <laughs> if the reptilian owned said house, that might have been the wrong move. Because well, yeah. the man clearly values his fucking flowers and lawn. You just fucked up the guy's lawn. Like, you wave politely like you would to anybody whose house you got caught rolling up on without permission. Yeah. And you just back the fuck out. If someone does a U-turn in my fucking front yard, my wife is going to be, first of all, beyond pissed. And, and if, second of all, I got to fix it. She's a reptilian. My wife? If she was, if she was, yeah, she well, would chase them down, rip their tires out. It would be yeah, a fucking horror show. Exactly. And she's been on the shred recently, so watch out. There it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Last shredded. paragraph. They almost certainly debated, that being the couple, as to whether or not they should share the tale of those harrowing few minutes up in Dade County. But eventually they, under strict anonymity, chose to reveal their bizarre experience. Though one must wonder if they ever again had the courage to take another long romantic drive through the country... And it seems doubtful that they ever bothered to peep into a random window ever again. Oh, yeah, don't don't peep. Yeah, don't, no, peep. Don't, don't be peeping. I mean, I used don't. to walk, and if there was a light on in the window, I'd glance up. And every now and again, you'd see well, boobies, and you look twice. It didn't happen often, but I wasn't like I'd never walk into someone's lawn. I'd never linger. I wasn't being a scumbag. <laughs> I don't about think it. I ever just saw random boobs. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that happen. But I used to walk everywhere, like yeah. literally. No, I know I was all the time too, and but... at night. You know, that's just was my. Did jam. you at least like knock and say, "Ma'am, please"? For your own decency. There's children in this neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I am, I am one of these yeah. children. I am children. Some respect for, yeah, it's right. A lot of, I was underage for the first set. A, a 12-year-old Rob Morphy appears at your door all just, you know. Outraged. Well, yeah. Morally. Exactly. Out, perplexed even. Yeah. I stare at myself in the mirror. I've been doing this since I was five. I don't know who I am anymore. And I don't know who I am, but I know vis- you need to put some goddamn clothes on. Your breasts are visible in the window, ma'am. Good day, ma'am. Good day. This is day, ma'am. <laughs> By the way, I'm here to collect for the citizen. Here's my collection. Yeah, book. I know. Paper boy. Yeah, do my fucking stamps. All right, so I, I mean, weird encounter, obviously. So, like I say, where where it becomes the the unexpected is, I think, the portal and then a reptoid in the house. So the implication is obvious, even though there's no evidence of it whatsoever. And I'll just say it outright, even though. Chris will poo-poo it and should because there's no evidence for it whatsoever <laughs> is that this UFO came some weird thing that was either some form of teleportation or whatever um, was creating this uh, mirage vortex that existed between the roof of the house and UFO that eventually diminished either by disappearing into another fucking dimension or shrinking or who the fuck right. knows and then moments later the couple drive in to like say like whoa did you see this what's going on you know and and there's, there's a fucking a rep, a reptilian a reptoid yeah. in the window. Not, not right. doing it, not bothering a soul, by just the way. Just hanging. Just, just it might be his fucking house or her house, for all we know. Maybe they buy property in Earth because it's cheap. Yeah, I mean, Florida property. 
Yeah, I mean... Right next to the swamp? I don't know how what it goes for. I mean, flood insurance is probably stupid fucking expensive. We could easily Google like, property values in your homestead in Dade County, but yeah. I, I didn't do that. That's not going to I wasn't even thinking about that. But you know what? If you're an alien culture and you just, you, you're going to live where you want to, you can probably find a way to make Earth money you know, Or easy. maybe they stumbled across, uh, upon some sort of fucking, you know, like a tax like scenario where this fucking ship shows up, fucking weird portal happens, boom, launches fucking... Whatever the guy's name is, fucking into the house, and the guys are to attack people or some shit. Yeah, now that, that, that's the horror film scenario. Yeah, exactly. That there was a family there. They're doing their shit. Yeah. And for some reason, a reptilian gets boomed in there. Yeah. And does some like crazy Doctor Who villain shit. And you Could know, be man. Instead of having a sweet, Could, sweet hero yeah. show up to save their lives, it's just two scared strangers I mean, the, who tear ass. The out. reptilians are not known for showing up and being like, "Hey, things are fun." They're not like, here's some balloons and some clowns. Like, shit's always kind of nefarious Well, Dave with Ike, them. gives them a pretty bad rap. I mean... We... Well, you don't know. Just because there's not stories of the, the good tales doesn't mean right. that, well, that that doesn't exist. A couple of weeks ago, we had this conversation in the Walmart parking lot about... Ah. <laughs> about who, who, who's we? <laughs> me, you, and, and Rob had this oh. conversation. In oh, the Walmart, oh. In, in the Walmart parking okay. lot. About the reptilians in Dave Ike and everything that's wrapped oh, up in yeah. this entire world of... What he has going on. Yes. We will cover it at some point. We can't do it right now because it's deep, it's hard, but he, it's long. He has biases that might well line his pocket. Yes. And might and, not be based on, I don't know, gospel truth. Right. And there's a lot of things involved with this. And there's many different variations of said reptilians, some of which may be leaning towards racist things, which we do not in any way promote or agree oh, with. Oh, no. Because it's really fucked Go up. Go green exactly. or gray in this case. So, But, but that having been said... It's beyond Ike. There are a lot of um, different mythologies that have come up, and obviously we're going to do a proper it's reptoid not, yeah, slash not, reptilian pod. It's not all stupid Dave Ike shit. There's other no. shit involved, too. But um, but by and large, you are correct. They are not pleasant stories. Like You don't hear about like when it's Randy Kramer, Space Soldier, or whatever else. It's always we're either tacitly cool with them, like uh, a Russian-American during the Cold War, or we're actively fighting. Or at least in all of the different accounts I've ever read, like there's never that really comforting good account. Or we're, yeah, we're, well, because that's not nobody cares about the heartwarming story of the reptoid. No, they like, gave little Billy a transformer. Aww, and then it ate little Billy's fucking soul. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's probably part of the problem. You know, or one of the other great stories that we can get to at some point is when you're in an alien base. And you're just, you know, a regular security guard and you're in the cafeteria and then there's the fucking reptoids and the fucking grays and you got to be the kind of like, hey guys, let's be cool with each other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard yeah, definitely yeah. know those stories. Like, yeah. come on, different tables. Yeah, come on, guys. We have to, we have to feed them at different times because they get all fucking antsy with Food each other. include limbs. Yeah, and this apparently is government sponsored. Those stories so are going to be fun. But we, we are, are we are digressing. Yes. So knowing that we're just flirting with the idea of reptoids now, um, I will say that there's astonishingly a lot in common with mammals and reptiles. Like all we think, because all we know really about life in the universe really for sure is what's on earth. And we are very different, but we're really not. I mean, we're, you know, we have the same kind of, we, well, basically we have the same origins. We have same, the same uh, genetic origin species. Granted it splintered off very early, but we got skin. We have like kids, some, some, give live birth most use eggs we have epidermises they can't regulate their heat we can like everyone gets tripped up on the differences because we live on one small planet but if you compared reptiles and humans to say the kind of batshit crazy genetic fucking weirdness that really must be populating the universe suddenly we probably seem a hell of a lot more like reptilians than not so having said that i think there is a chance that that this thing maybe isn't a nefarious motherfucker. Maybe he's just wants I mean, to fucking raise his strawberries dude. and tomatoes. Maybe that could be. Maybe he was going home to visit on you know Reptoid Six or wherever the fuck he I lives, know, man. and just pop back in and happen to see his shit, and he didn't get changed back into his fucking Earl suit or whatever fucking his farmer name is. Maybe he's a local politician. That's a big thing. The fucking reptilians yeah. are also politicians. Maybe he's the fucking local councilman. I'm just saying, let's not assume the worst. But I mean, you kind <sighs> you don't kind of have to. I don't want to assume the worst, but I also don't. I want to protect myself. Well, I understand. 
I mean, there is a chance that he was hovering over the bodies of a nice family. Yeah, exactly. Hands bathed in their warm blood. If it's some weird Illuminati blood sacrifice thing, yeah, I said it. What are we going to do about that? Well, well, how are the reptilians associated with the Illuminati? Dude, because this goes You're into the already Dave, going this goes into into Dave Ike territory that we can't cover quite yet. Then why are you saying oh, that? Yeah, no. Because we have to bring it up because that's a danger. It's a danger. Reptilian danger. Okay. Yeah. What if they were here first? <laughs> Like, what if they were the first intelligent species to evolve from dinosaurs and they're not aliens at all? What if they oh. are the heir apparent to Mother Earth and well, we're some upstart primates that started fucking around and polluting the place so now and we're in banging like monkeys and, and, and just throwing our seed everywhere and now we just technically own well, the joint and they have to like lay low and be like, fucking jerks. So if you go with the Anunnaki uh. theory... They came from wherever they came from, and they're here to eat our fucking fear and our energy and shit, and we're like their yeah. slave race. We're not going to go there, though. But what you're saying, I like that they were here before us. Who's to say? They were the fucking race, and then we came up from a bunch of monkeys, and we got all fucking all shitty with I mean, them. And the I next mean, thing you know, we're fucking banging like a bunch, like a mean, bunch of fucking animals. The that you wouldn't have found one body well, is pretty, pretty low. Yeah. Unless maybe they're just... It's pretty low. Unless maybe they have like an extended lifespan. Possibly, and if they, or they if, went to Earth early, or if they're from subterranean, if they live in a different. Oh, dimension. you're saying they didn't evolve? You're saying they're f- no. I'm saying they evolved, but they, you know, I mean, what are we like? Two hundred thousand years old, something like that, like modern it's, humans. Yeah, and then obviously, anywhere if between you go back to Lucy and proto humans and Homo right. erectus and whatnot, then you go back a couple million. But I mean. You go back 65 million, we're talking Jurassic. I mean... Cretaceous or we whatever. We found reptilians in the center of the Earth. So, Admiral Byrd did. So if if we basically evolved did from he? like he tree-dwelling monkeys to us did in the course of, say, a couple million years, give or right. take, who's to say it didn't happen long before with other species? It could have happened with squid. It could have happened with squirrels. Maybe it happened with fucking rep- so reptiles. Can we call this like the Kashyyyk theory? Oh. Where the Wookiees live on Kashyyyk, but then they're hunted by Bosk and the Tardosians. Could we call it's kind of like you know, that? For your sake, sure. Okay, cool. Sweet. It's it's the Kashyyyk theory. Great. Right, I mean, it really has nothing to do with Wookiees, but I mean, it, what's kinda, Bosk's home world? I'm pretty sure it's Kashyyyk. Oh, they they both live on the same planet. I think they do. I could be getting my canon wrong though, because we know that after, after Disney bought Star Wars, shit changed. I All could right. be wrong. Well, if that's where the Bosconians are from, then <laughs> that makes sense. The I'm pretty sure they're because they are reptilian. Pretty sure they're called Tredoshans. Pretty yeah. sure. Um, okay. We so, heard it both ways. I like your theory. <laughs> I enjoy it. Christopher, Maybe. what do you think went down here? <sighs> are we going into Dave Ikey land early? Maybe. Okay. Do we agree? At That's least? the most we've ever gotten out of him. There's I feel hold, like... Hold on a second. This is the most we've ever no, gotten right, out of him. you're right. Okay. He's thinking... No, I'm. I'm. It's. It's still. It reads very sci-fi. Reads it does. spacey. It does. I. I'm not on board with t- terrestrial evolution of. Uh, I would rather. It makes more sense in my mind to believe that it would be something not from Earth, rather than from Earth, since there's just not okay. any evidence of them evolving that way here in any way, shape, or form. Okay. So oh, if the ref- facts again, fucking it up. Well, I got a thing. I got. A if thing. the reptoids are a thing, it, okay. I, I would believe maybe they evolved somewhere else okay all right where do we stand on the portal i don't know there's the, well it's it, or was if it, it was a, if it was a portal was right. it a weird i don't just know super heat mirage. if you are talking about some sort right. of like weird interdimensional slash hyperdimensional reptilian beings that jump existences to do whatever the fuck they want to do with us because <laughs> that's what they fucking want to do then right. how else would they get here a fucking portal yeah, and what would bring that portal here? Possibly a ship. Uh, you're just a, you're, there's a lot of assumptions there. Well, my middle name is Assumption. I don't know That's if you true. know this or not. How did they get here? Mark Richard portal. Assumption Stores. There's, no, there's, there's, there's no other way. Exactly. Portals, reptilians, interdimensional shit. It's all there. Right, you know how it We've got, all about it for it years. got smaller. What if it literally like fucking that shitbag fucking Quaid short movie, Inner Space? What if this thing... <gasps> I love the Inner Or space. Fantastic Fucking Voyage. Or what Honey, if, what, I Shrunk the What kids. if the UFO got tiny, just like, just like in those movies, and that c- creates a great deal of heat, thus creating the physics illusion that was not necessarily a portal opening, but just this thing getting tiny, and then it plopped through the chimney, and then the dude got big, like stepped out and bigged himself, you know, Rick and Morty style. Okay. Killed the family. Hanging out in Homestead, Florida. I mean, that's a lot of assumptions, I think. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. 
everything you say is going to be pretty yeah, much. I was just trying to figure out a way for this not to have a portal, just I'm, for shits and giggles. I'm just going with telltale reptilian run of the mill. Standard ops. Standard ops. No what, frills. What they do, they show up, they terrorize you because they fucking, well, some of them feed off your fear. Some of them don't. Some of them feed off your flesh, allegedly. Exactly. exactly. Allegedly. Some of them are tied to the Illuminati and the various bloodlines tied to that fucking group as well. All right. I'm not, which is where you get the fucking. You know what? Listen. You're doing the research for the Harry fucking reptilian and Meghan pod. Left I can't the do royal this. family. Oh. Their little, Go ahead. Their, little, their little reptilian eggs cracked. In freedom, they saw sunlight and they slithered out, and then they ran away. This is going to be a series of pods without me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm going with the interdimensional reptilian uh, theory, sort of along the diet lines of Dave Icke, but we don't. We'll get there. That's what I'm going with. I want it to be Homo reptilicus with really, really good science skills that can make themselves super tiny, but don't really have political aspirations. But do have agricultural ones. But they always have from space, though. Oh yeah, Why more reptilicus. Yeah, but from space. Well, okay, well yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but maybe, why maybe, would they have to say to have it was political? What if it was a time machine? What if they came from the past where no, they exist on Moss? Because but they the reason exist we don't find their in bodies, a fucking dimension beyond. It's because us. they bury their dead in the future. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So suck on that one. So for we're, a while. we're not gonna know we until had, we find the first we one. Then had I guess. Chris. Exactly. We had him. He was yeah. in our grip. We had him, and then you let him slip through your fucking fingers. I think I sold him on it more than ever. Son of a bitch! This is worse than the Death I'm Star. I'm not against the, the weird Doctor Who episode because that's what that feels uh, like pretty much. But. It sure does. Yeah, but they always have political aspirations. That's the entire point. Oh, they run shit from some people's perspectives. All right, I'm yeah, not there's, there's no proof committed to that. No. All right, I'm not either, but I'm just the saying The poli reptoid is something that I think probably has a lot of canon, and, and it's, it bears research and discussion, but I wouldn't necessarily fully commit to it without knowing more. Right. All right, well, the reptilian overlords be damned. There you All go. Right. Assumptions across the board. All right, let's move on with the Mystery Bag Monday to our second story. And this is going to be the black-haired woman and the gravity-free nudists. Isn't that fun? In the fall of 1973, the manager of an opulent country estate caught one of the strangest sights of his life. A trio of gravity-defiant humanoids, one dark-haired woman, and two apparently nude, sunburned men all of whom appeared to be hovering over a nearby pond with no apparent tether to the surly bonds of the earth itself. None whatsoever. They're just not giving fucks. Floating willy-nilly. <sighs> Naked. Naked? Right. Two of them. Two of them. The Some, dudes. Two of dudes. Of course. Two well, dudes. Yeah. Sunburned. Naked. I mean, it's what you do when you're sunburned. naked and you're sunburned. You yeah. float. You get some fucking sunscreen, too, you'd think. I mean, you'd, yeah, you're already burned. Why I would mean, you not? Just because you can beat gravity's ass doesn't mean the sun doesn't have your number. If we all know one thing, the sun will fuck SPF, you. SPF, bitches. The Maybe sun. that's how you float. Oh. You oh. need to get seared to float. Oh, sunburned wow. for to float. Okay. Could you imagine if the only way you could float, though, just I'm going complete hypothetical oh, just for human beings, if you had like the worst sunburn ever. So it felt like it, like your skin was... Bacon, and it yeah. was a horror show. Right, yeah. But Gross. at least you got to hover around for a while and have a good old time. Yeah, okay. But okay. as soon as you like put some aloe on, boom, fall like lead. Nice. I don't right, know well. if I'd do it because sunburns suck. Yeah, maybe, I don't like, want maybe like Superman, we get our power. They get their powers from the sun. That's a possibility. Yeah, it could be our right, Robert. Yeah, this home. one kind of starts fucked. To be honest. Oh, <laughs> Founded in 1891 and located in a rural region of east-central Argentina's Buenos Aires province, the town of General Pinto is renowned for its creameries, dairies, and cheese factories. That sounds amazing. It's, yeah. Well, it sounds like here. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. lots of dairy. Oh, it's in... like a little central New York. I know. It's kind of lovely. A little taste of the Finger Lakes, if you will. But in the early 70s, it was also known for harboring three exceedingly bizarre trespassers. On October 29, 1973, at approximately 5.20 p.m., the manager of a wealthy country estate, one Carlos Argu Belvardes, what a great name, age 43, was enjoying his afternoon tea when his 13-year-old son Manuel rushed in to tell him of a very bizarre event. According to Manuel, a trio of truly strange intruders were not only trespassing on the property, but doing so in a most peculiar way. Carlos accompanied his son 
to the back parcel of the property and was astonished to see three people hovering over the surface of the pond just 300 feet away. I mean, that's kind of an issue. That's going to give you something. They're hovering. Well, you know, here's the weird thing. I can't really compare. Like, I've never obviously managed a lavish country estate. But I was the night clerk at a motel for a while. Oh, yes, right, you were. And when fucking weird shit happens, and nothing weird really ever happened to me. Right. But fucking, well, a murderer stayed there once and some other shit. Drug addict. Oh, really? Nothing weird had? There's a murderer? Whatever. It's fine. But but, a different story for a different time. A different different kind of weird. A different kind of weird. Um, But, but you, 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 you know, you're tacitly in control of this shit. This guy is has got a lot more responsibility than I've ever known. And so you see this and you're like, well, fuck. Because you want to be curious, and you probably are, but right. you're also like, I'm the one that's got to do something. You're put in the position of, what the fuck do I do now? Right. And what the fuck do you do? You don't You don't call anyone at your own place. You got to stand your, A, stand your ground, and then B, <laughs> take care of shit. Right now. Tell them to get the fuck down. Perplexed, but clear in his duty to watch over the lands in his charge, Carlos shouted to the interlopers who vanished though it is not clear if vanished meant disappeared or simply darted away, as the threesome quickly reappeared on the far side of the pond, some 900 feet away now at this point. Now they playing games. Yeah. yeah. Right. Carlos studied these gate crashers at some length and determined that the floating folks were two men and one woman. The woman was just over five feet tall, had long jet black hair, jet black clothing, and white boots. Ooh, fancy. Like go-go boots. Yeah, Some Nancy are... Sinatra type yeah, shit. Yeah, she's, fucking, she's okay. pretty fucking fashionable. Yeah, no doubt. Probably lovely. Yeah, a little bit on the short side. Not bad. Still gorgeous, probably. Long black hair. Yeah. She sounds like she could be a very lovely woman. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, Perhaps a miniature fox. The men were somewhat shorter though both of the same height and appeared to be naked and of a sunburned color. All right, well, they're hanging out, just fucking being... Maybe just they're her being pets. Naked it, well, this is, this is the 70s. It was? Yeah, that's true. Like, this could be yeah, some weird, like, slave shit. People yeah. were fucking floating everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 73 was... Shit was yeah. psychedelic as fucking all balls. The one thing I know is that... The disco era was burgeoning. Yeah, exploitation was in its prime, I and know. gravity didn't mean shit. Exactly. Those are three <laughs> things I know about '73. Yeah, everyone does. All right. So, all three had pale complexions with wide foreheads and small noses. The men were also blonde, though inexplicably, it seemed as if the hair on their heads was not natural but attached with glue. How Carlos came to that conclusion is anyone's guess. Yeah, I don't. You're already naked. Why fake the hair? I mean, maybe he's an expert on toupees. Maybe he knows how that shit rocks. Maybe yeah. he's seen it. Maybe he does it. Maybe he was a man. Yeah, but why glue when there's a wig? Yeah. And, and yeah. why would he assume that? I, that, to me, beyond everything else, always struck me as one of the fucking weirdest. I mean, there's a lot of weird shit in this. Already. Right, right. But... But when you see someone with, when you see someone with like a weird toupee, like a bad one, you're like, oh, what are you doing? What are you what are you trying to prove? Or maybe you just had like one of those like, like they had those like I don't know like short top knot type haircuts where it just stuck on the top, so it might have looked yeah. like okay. It was who knows? Just, who knows? All right. All right. Well, I mean, weird thing to, to notice, but he noticed it. Carlos and Manuel also noted that the humanoids glided over the water's surface with their arms held close to their bodies. Clearly, they did not require the use of their appendages to maintain stability as a human being with some sort of flotation device might require. There's no jetpacks. Yeah. Okay. So nothing on the side, just hanging down. Right. It was then that Carlos noted a weird rectangular object, about 35 feet in diameter and between 7 and 10 feet high, resting on the far side of the pond. Almost as soon as he laid eyes on the object, it suddenly shot a luminous beam approximately 15 inches in diameter directly at him. Under attack. Yeah. Man, beams. Shit. Beams. Carlos, though blinded by the blast, only felt a mild heat from the beam and quickly recovered. Not sure if he had been scanned or attacked, the property manager was having no more of it. It's fucking over now. Carlos had his horse saddled up and rode out to deal with these intruders, mano a weirdo. Oh, he got on his horse? That's a man that means business. Well, it's 900 feet away. You can expect the property manager to walk. Yeah, no, I mean, he probably does. That's a trotting. Yeah. All right, yeah, it's yeah. true. I don't think All that right. they have dope quads. Yeah, no. <laughs> maybe they did, <laughs> no, I don't know. There's no cool, like, mini bikes or nothing like that. <laughs> Not even, like, little fucking uh, 
golf cart type shit. Yeah, probably. no, you got to get in your horse and go do your shit. All right, cool. Ready for almost anything, Carlos charged toward the floating fiends, but was shocked when, about halfway to his destination on the far side of the pond, he and his trusty steed had a head-on collision with what he referred to as an invisible barrier. Oh, no. Shades oh, of the space no. penguins of Tuscumbia. Dude. The fucking force field. They have fucking shield technology? Apparently. All right. Wow. Which stopped both man and beast directly in their tracks. That's going to hurt. Yeah. Carlos dismounted and could only stare as the bizarre Troika continued their odd maneuvers over the surface of the pond. He was now close enough to actually hear their voices or what passed for them as the creatures apparently communicated with shrill electronic screeching sounds. Oh, boy which Carlos claimed was a kind of shriek like the sound made by a radio, which is poorly tuned. This is a terrible way to communicate. That's horrible. Terrible. Like, maybe they hear it as uh, music. Maybe it's like pure ambrosia to whatever they have for eardrums. But to me, that's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, no. I like, wonder, I, you know, she could be super hot, and she's wearing her go-go boots, and she's yeah, like modest no, fuck, cool. which is hands down my favorite fashion of all time yeah, no, i love dope. that look it's dope and fucking uh and then she starts screeching like in between static shit and yeah. i'm like the, yeah nobody you know, wants that man i'm not shallow but goddamn. i mean but you know i gotta i gotta I, end this i mean maybe we just need to learn to communicate with our hearts and minds that's true maybe they're telepathic wow. maybe. maybe they don't have to screech static at you non-stop yeah that'd be terrible their poetry slams <laughs> It'd be, like date, it'd be like dating oh, the girl no. from the ring, where she just goes, oh, oh, I know. Even if she's cool to you, it yeah, would just no, be like, She just yeah. makes that weird noise all the time. There's but you can't dump her either, because well, no, then you dude, fucking there's, die. There's, there's horses and shit, and then you fucking look up, and you're like, oh, no, it's the ring. And then, what, seven days later, you die some weird death and shit. Not if you're dating her. That's how you live. You have to fucking suck it up and deal with it. How do you go to the movies with that? Oh, yeah. Dude, what no, do you do? People are going to look. You can't buy popcorn. You, you got to sneak that shit in and just be like, shut up, shut up, shut up, and keep feeding her shit while she's going. This is why I never made it to college, I, guys. Yeah, don't ask her out. This is why I did not make it to it, college well, or finish maybe, college. Maybe you're better off you're, just dying. You're yeah. thinking just too much about it. I mean, maybe when she gets older, she's cooler. Maybe she lightens up a little bit. It's a possibility. Maybe she just chills the fuck out. Who knows? Uh, nah. Okay. But back to radio static. And screeching Argentina. Noises. 73. Perfect. Okay. After watching this curious display for the better part of two hours, that's a long time to watch, but then again, what are you going to do? You can't, like, bail. It's your job. You don't want to leave. You, you can't just leave. Carlos remounted his horse and rode to the other side of the pond in the hopes of discovering a breach in the invisible the wall. The back side of the shield. That's what he's... Yeah. Well, he's hoping. You don't know if it's full of shield. It could be half moon. <laughs> right. Could be a little crescent side. shield. Yeah, exactly. Still, though, I mean, you have to assume the shield fully surrounds them in their ship. You got to throw shit over it, see if you can reach Oh, but yeah, maybe but it is the ship. How can the horse jump? What if the ship was only like four feet high and like he never knew because oh, they hit? Oh, like, yeah. Oh. You got the horse. Nah, I'm just going to get a stone or something back to talking rocks. Maybe throw it up over the shield, see if you can get it. That's what the farmer maybe from Tuscumbia did. there's no top. You never know. Or you're right. And maybe you, it's like a four-foot shield. Yeah. <laughs> it's enough for you to, for your horse to smash. No, in all fairness, if it was no. a four-foot shield, when the horse hit it, he would have gone ass you over Yeah, you would have flown over it. He would have just been fucking true. done. All right, true. So, true. let's assume it's at least seven feet. <laughs> Fine. Seven and a half. <laughs> Give or take. Okay. <laughs> so, before he made it to the other side, he watched as the beings floated into the box-like object. He was struck by the fact that as the men approached the thing, they spontaneously changed in color from dark green back to orange before disappearing into the cube. Still, or rectangle. Naked, still naked. Still naked, but all of a sudden green. All of a sudden they're technicolor nudist. Okay. All right. Probably should have called them that. Te the, the Technicolor Nudist. I know, yeah. Oh, Joseph and the Technicolor Nudist. Oh, there it is. Oh, man. That's Classic that's theater. A, that's, a, that's a great play. Favorite musical. <laughs> Someone with enough talent could take this setup and write a musical. Yeah, totally. Somehow, somewhere. I don't know if I'd sit through it. I probably would. Do we forgive Jesus in the end, guys? <laughs> if he shows <laughs> Just, up in do this. We? Do we? Shoot, yeah, do we? I forgot that that was up for Yeah, do we forgive him? We're debate. Like, hey, we're, it's okay. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm right. I, I'm pretty cool. I just still don't know what we're forgiving him for. Yeah, everyone needs to be forgiven at some point. Yeah, I, I don't remember him fucking up. Too oh, much. Well, that's gonna be in the play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. you're, you're giving away too much. All right, too much, Robert. Orange to green to orange ship. Okay, that's where we left off. Perfect. The moment the threesome vanished into the device, the witnesses were suddenly overwhelmed by a nauseating odor of sulfur. 
The devil, perhaps? Wait a minute. The devil's clone? Are we talking about a possible... The Satan? Do I dare fucking bring up the hashtag? You're daring. Hell or space? What will we not take off the table? The devil. It has to be put there. The devil. Electronics are sulfury. Could be just electronics. You never know. No, it wasn't ozone. It was sulfur. It can be sulfury. A good fart can be sulfury, honestly. So, I mean, I've been eating like, curry all week, man. Yeah. Dude, my wife's on the shred. She's working out. She's doing tough shit. We're eating healthy food. I'm just bathing in curry. Nothing wrong with that. Like, it's bad. I fucking my love curry. bedroom smells. All right, that part. Real bad. Chris would not appreciate the smell of my sheets. I'm surprised you haven't blessed his apartment, as you often do. <laughs> This no, is I consecrated haven't. territory. Yeah. Yeah, it's you your don't understand it. I had I was off my sh- I was off my healthy today and I had some pizza, so I'm just waiting for that to hit me. Ah, uh, you plugged up. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. Nothing wrong with that. A little bit. Yeah, he's gonna fart like right on my chair. <laughs> I look. He walks over here and farts right here. I'm like, what are you doing? All the chagrin on Chris's face every week. He I fucking every I look week. forward like, to. Like go outside it. and vape. You can do it outside, but no, you shit in my chair <laughs> <laughs> every fucking week. Our friendship was built on a fart. Yeah, it really was. You know, it really was. It, so but I, it wasn't like, it didn't sound like a rip in reality. <laughs> <laughs> like I just walked true. into it and I almost died. I almost fucking died. And he, I that, look over there and he's the laughing. The way that you and I bonded as two fucking dudes Your asshole. was over my stinky ass at a record store. Yeah. That's kind of beautiful, so actually. So it's only like, I'm technically, every time I fart in your apartment ceremonially, I'm fucking You're cel- celebrating. I'm celebrating our friendship. <laughs> wow. Yeah, That exactly. is a stretch. That is a lie. And I'm bringing, but well you know played, what? Sir. I'm bringing Robert into it. No, I think, funnily enough, we all became friends over not fecal matter spread into a vapor in the air. Yeah. Shockingly. All right, Robert, let's get back to our naked technicolor people. The odor of sulfur is where we left off. Heller Space, never to the devil's table. Carlos and Manuel suddenly became drowsy for a few moments following the smell. Oh, that's not good. When they recovered from this bout, both the object and the entities had vanished. <gasps> so they were made weary, blinded by the Dude, cosmic like fart. Yeah, okay. cosmic fart gas. Maybe they collapsed. There's not, again, yeah. this is one of those great accounts that is just has a dearth of details like the questions you wish were asked are plentiful and they simply were not okay so we're just left with what we're left with as soon as the rectangle and its occupants were gone the invisible barrier was also lifted carlos wasted no time in riding over to make an investigation of the scene where he found an array of triangular imprints four to five inches in length which revealed four inch long claw marks near the apex of the triangle Mm. i don't know if that's the ship or because they weren't touching the ground roosters this likely struck the manager as odd seeing as at no point did he see the entities come into contact with the ground Hmm. where the object itself had rested okay so it's different here okay were four triangular impressions measuring 15 inches on its sides arranged in a square determined to be 13 feet in all not a very large no it's not I don't I mean, understand. I mean, I wrote the math as it was written, but I don't see how that works. What do you mean? Well, uh, four triangular impressions measuring 15 inches on its sides. I'm assuming equilateral. Right. So 15, 15. Okay. How that become? Maybe it's they're separated in a 13 foot pattern. I guess maybe that's what. Yeah, that's just, what I just assume. Draw a 13 yeah. foot rectangle and then, okay. like, then have 15, 15. Because I was seeing them yeah. like close. I'm like, oh no, this measuring vortex. The tape measure became a portal. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. going on? But yeah. now that makes more sense. All right. Usually I don't have to do the math on my head because that is not my strong suit. No, same but here. No, That's right. why yeah. I got a calculator okay. on my phone. Carlos also noticed that his once confident steed exhibited a marked nervousness following the event. And worse yet, its hair began to fall out in a fashion not unlike that associated with radiation oh, poisoning. Oh, fuck, man. The course got all fucked up from this. He hit the fucking shield full on. Uh, but Carlos did too true and as i well let me finish it up okay though if manuel or carlos manifested similar symptoms they evidently went unreported so i don't know just just the fucking just the horse suffered well if you assume they ran full bore into it the horse hit it and not carlos okay that would have been like all chest and head and mayhem yeah 
Now, I'm not saying that's <sighs> what caused it. Jesus. What do they do with a horse? A glue factory? What do you do? Yeah, well, you got to put it down. Yeah, you gotta, can't eat I mean, it. They got it's old a hellless nightmare. Yeah. What can you do? You can't let it suffer? No. Do you or, kill it? I don't, I mean, Ugh, what else not, do you do? Sometimes I mean, that's the what kind. What do you do with a horse? You kill for kindness. Uh, do you? Kill for kindness. I don't know if he's slowly wasting away from what seems to I be radiation Yeah, no, poison. I guess you have to. If all it did Fuck. was lose its hair and it's like a sweet hairless cat, but still full pink health, oh, then man, you keep weird. that creepy ass fucker. Well, yeah, that's hairless horse. It's just <laughs> proof of his story. It just looks gross. Yeah, it's grubby looking, yeah. but you don't kill something because yeah, it's ugly. Well, I mean, no, I, you kill I something because it's would, suffering. I would never kill. I can't, they're I mostly can't. hairless anyway. I mean, yeah, they don't have a lot of hair. You I mean maidenless? I, I have, I have yeah, never like, seen because the hairless horse. Because if you see like brownish, pinkish skin with not even that fine coating of hair they have on their flesh right. and no mane whatsoever, the, the mane is Ooh. the worst part. Yeah, you might be able to get over skinless and have the mane. Be like, oh, that's a horse, but it's a fucked up looking horse. Yeah, yeah but with no, no mane. Yeah, you're like, I don't know. I think I think the body <laughs> here does a lot to making a horse beautiful. It well, does. just just color though, really. I mean, so if it's a hairless it's horse, not t- look from far away. Just no, I know it, it's like an inch long. Or yeah, you yeah, do. It's just it's so color. Do we have to kill the hairless horse? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't I'm want like, to yeah, either. I mean, if, do we vote on this? I mean, if, if it got all Chernobyled up, what choice do you yeah, have? If it's do fucked take, up, yes. do we take a poll? If it's fucked up, yes. If it's not fucked yes. up, no. If it's not suffering and if it's healthy this, but just looks fucked up, it lives a long and healthy life. I don't want to. You give it, it oats suffer. and pet it and Shit. pretend it doesn't. I don't have, even have any. I don't even really have anything tied to this horse, and I'm getting anxiety. Uh, okay, and it's okay, we've moved on. Okay, we from the horse. We don't know what happened to the horse. Shit. There's no historical record or, or, or any of this. Is it still around? I don't know what happened to Carlos or Manuel. No, at this point it's dead. <laughs> I'm not even sure what Why? happened to Argentina. <laughs> Can it live? No, in 70... 70- yeah, no, that horse is fucking dead, dude. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? It, it, because old age would have grasped... I'm a sensitive soul. Little threads Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know how long they lived, but I, I think not. <sighs> God damn it. <laughs> you fuckers. All right, you know, I was wrong. Horses are like tortoises. Thank you. They live up to 400 years. <laughs> See? See, Rob helps think me. He's he's on, right. a, he's on a farm in upstate Argentina. Oh. Just <laughs> hairless Argentina. and happy, hopping around with all sorts of puppies and bunnies. So is that how it ends? They're just like the horse, unfortunately, must die, and now... No, you're... Uh, no. Yeah, no, you you read into that. Well, because he's suffering. Well, we don't know or that. We they don't know that suffering. at all. Okay, no. all right. It's like he lost hair. Let That's it. Let me read okay. exactly what it is. Right? All right. His yeah. once confident steed Lost was its... now full of anxiety. So that's <laughs> yeah. that's a problem right at the gate. Like hitting something invisible fucked up its self esteem and okay, confidence for, badly. For which not, is something I can uh, identify okay, with. Okay, all right. All right, so Fine. there's that part. <laughs> Doesn't say it's long term. <laughs> and worse right, yet, its hair began to fall out in a fashion not unlike that associated with radiation right. poisoning. And that's it. But that all doesn't right. mean that it had radiation poisoning. Okay, but we're going to assume that it did. If you want to assume we that, have to. Something we, happened. we really don't have to assume that. I mean, that. all right. Mark, maybe it was, I swear maybe to God. Maybe it was a wall of nair. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a wall of like, Brazilian tape, right, you know, and it just fucking Chris, shaved the listen, hair off him. You're trying to placate me here. I get it. Chris is right. We need to move on as a group, as a whole, as Rob, Chris, <laughs> and Mark, as a Kryptonite podcast. We have yep. to move on. Uh, otherwise, we're going to be that one horse pod. <laughs> And Mark can't stop fucking yeah, talking about it. Yeah, there's going to be the sorrowful story of, story, uh, story of the horse. Right. Next okay. week, I'm just going to have tragic horse stories. Oh, don't. God damn it. Don't. A, it plays back into the lead. ring. It plays back into the ring. Huh? Well, yeah. the American version, anyway. It, well, the American yeah. version. All right, so how does the story end? That's it? Uh, well, I don't know what more you need. Um, okay. He rode to the other side. They smelled the sulfur. Everyone got woozy as they, they were half passed out. They, everyone, they were gone. Okay, all right. The things were gone. All right, crazy. And horse suffered in the post. But we do have we, we, we do have imprints and uh we, triangular imprints. Okay, was there pictures? Was there Yeah. I don't no, know. Okay, there's no pictures. When I say yep, okay. I mean <laughs> I gave you everything I have. Okay, cool. Uh, you know for a fact that if I was aware of pictures I would have mentioned Okay. It. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, so they Okay, all right. All right. So we impugning my research, we sir. Allegedly have tracks and marks and, and things. So yeah. all right, I mean, you know what, man? Maybe sometimes the aliens come down, they talk in weird fucking radio signals and they have weird man naked servants. Yeah. And you happen to be just dressed for the time period. Yeah, man. Well, just some with your I mean, floating out, naked like, man just servants. Some, just I'm some assuming super cool short chick. Like a That's body hugging black yes, suit, it. but it could have been billowy. Yeah, but I, I assume if it was billowy, we would have known. But no, she's got some white dope boots. boots. It really yeah. does seem like the fashion of the day. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, yeah. And I'm cool with that. It's funny. And and guys that are either wearing like really snug reddish suits or are mm. buck ass naked. Do some naked man service. Floating around. Yeah. 
And you just, know, maybe she is. Maybe she is a princess from another dimension, and these are her manservants. And maybe, maybe the reason genitalia wasn't obvious is because they're eunuchs. Because obviously, you can't trust full ah, red-blooded he... alien men around the princess whose virtue is valuable to the entire kingdom. Ah, you know what we call that. The ice pirates theory. Oh, uh, there you well, go. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe like if, the if they were wearing theory, the, suits, the ice pirates, they, would, they might look like that anyway. They also might just look like that. Yeah. I mean, he didn't know any dinky or balls, so yeah, no, they were, were not mentioned. Yeah, there's no mention of dinky. But balls. then again, no. Carlos might have been a man of integrity, and maybe he would have felt in '73 as the manager of such a prestigious estate that mentioning genitalia would have been uh, beneath him. Out of the entire story, dick and balls are too much. Who knows? Nothing else is perverse. It's just batshit crazy. It's not being perverse. It's just seeing genitalia. You're not, you're he not described dis- them as not, naked. Okay, but you're not describing yeah. the genitalia. I guess that's assumed. Did you, what, did you need measurements? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, he just, he, if he says they had male genitalia. He said they were naked. Yeah. Is that not good enough Are for we you? implying that they had dinky balls? Well, well, he said they were he men. He said they were men, <laughs> and he said they were, and he said they were naked. I don't okay. know how hard this math is. I don't want to go yeah. down the, the the horse hole again with this on dick and balls. So, all right, fine, you guys win. I'm just going to well, assume they had genitalia. He thought at least they had dick and balls. Uh, well, maybe they the, would, maybe, maybe they, they didn't. Naked. Maybe like Rob said, they were eunuchs. Hence the ice pirate theory. Either way, it, it has no bearing on the story, though. It, it, no, you're right. It doesn't. Fine. I mean, you, yes, I agree. I like the idea of the Ice Pirates Theory. A piss-poor film that I enjoyed a lot. Cinematic I'll be masterpiece, but whatever. I know. Yes. But Space Herpes is a hilarious Space copy. Space Herpes is fucking hilarious. Okay, so, so Christopher, what do you think happened in Argentina? Dope. Oh, drugs. Yeah, drugs. Okay. That makes sense. They, they, they were both on drugs? Dope and drugs. Manuel and Carlos were getting who, high. Who was not? Because the master was away from the property, and they were in charge. See? So father and son is getting fucked up. Baked. They man, I feel like they we're, were talking getting baked. Like, like hallucinogens? No, I don't really believe that at all. I'm just okay. having fun with Chris. No, I I don't. Possible, I, I, I believe that Carlos was depicted as a man of uh, who took his responsibilities seriously okay. in the sense right. that he was really trying to figure out what these fuckers were, and I think probably try to get them off the land right. because in the end. And, and it goes back to my analogy earlier, piss poor though it was about you know being a fucking a, a night guy in a motel. All you want it to be is not your problem. Well, yeah, this is going to severely fuck up his work day. Yeah. Like, this is not good. And, and then you yeah. got to deal with it. And then you got to deal with And you realize how inexplicable it is. Now, he had two hours. And I know cameras were invented in 73. So if he didn't send Manuel to get a fucking camera, yeah. that's on him. Like, I mean, he could have gone to a fucking store, bought it, brought it back. There should be more photographic evidence of this than almost yeah, any other paranormal event ever. If he has two hours on this thing, call people. Cops, uh, anybody, yeah, or, or again, photographic proof, uh, reporters, but then again, the media. I don't know a hundred percent for sure that he didn't call the cops or that photos weren't taken. It's just in the There's little no, tiny paragraph yeah. that okay. exists that has been right. passed down as a legacy of this moment. Okay, um, I believe Albert Rosales, who is fucking phenomenal, and we can never say enough good things about uh, our hero series. Yeah, but whatever, whatever it was, and like I say, I assume it's a newspaper account. Um, it was either sparse enough or what was passed down in probably the Flying Saucer Review or any number of tabloids because South America had plenty, Europe had plenty, yeah, America totally. had plenty, you know, uh, Coral Lorenzen and her husband had, you know, on and on. And that's how this information was disseminated. First, it was disseminated in little zines and then and then uh, people that wrote those compilation books like Brad Steger and other, other people yeah. compiled it from there. And in each rewriting... It gets changed a little, which is why when we do our stories, um, I do my best to cite as many sources as possible and then corroborate the, the sources that agree the most. Right. And then still, you know, throw deference to the the outlier just in case it might be that. Yeah. N- not not because because it's hard enough to get to the truth of this shit without just distilling hearsay you want to try to get to the core as best as you can and in this case i could not find anything which is why it's part of a mystery bag monday right right all it just struck me is that you see a cube you see a guy or a girl and two guys dudes seem to be naked most strikingly they are gravity defiant um, they're trespassing. No they're over this pond. Are they looking for I, something yeah, in I the water? I don't even know. Are, yeah. are, are they somehow getting nourishment? Do they Does water vapor somehow hydrate them? Could Who the be. fuck knows? Could be. A form of fishing, like yeah. you mentioned. Yeah. Um, 
And they're not bothering anybody. They're screeching at each other electronically. Does that mean they're robots? Does that mean they're just from another world where that's how their vocal cords work? Possibly. I mean, yeah. I like the idea that they might be automatons right. that just look very humanoid. But apparently, by all appearances, except for when they change color and may or may not have dinkies and balls, yeah. they are human. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Space Princess and her eunuchs coming to Earth. Um, possible intergalactic fishing expedition and or, you know, good old science fun. Good old yeah. alien science fun. Christopher? I mean, I just, maybe they were, you know. <laughs> dope? We want back to dope? No. It's, it's 70s. Well, no, I, I feel like it, it could be easily be dope. Okay. <laughs> but right, I feel fine, like. Fine, fine. I, I would like to think maybe they were filming some sort of exploitation movie. Oh, oh keep interesting. Going. Cool. That's it. Like, that's oh, it. I, I can't explain the shields and everything. Right. I, that could be the dope. <laughs> All right, no, wait. It was the first incarnation of Alejandro Jodorowsky's Dune. Oh. And he was testing. How dare you? An Invisa harness. How dare you? Because you got to get the Harkonnens right. But you bring up the fucking unspeakable. The no. Silencio. No, no, no. The Silencio. Yes. It's the greatest movie never made. Yeah. And it maybe breaks he tried. our collective fucking hearts. There was no cameras there. He was just testing it out because <sighs> he knew the owners of the property who were on vacation in Guatemala and gave him permission to use the fucking pond. And he set up a plexiglass fucking wall so no one would interfere. Probably. And he didn't bother to explain Shit. himself to the goddamn property manager. And he's testing out his clear fucking... <laughs> Rods and strings, so from a, at least the comfortable right. distance Carlos was, he couldn't tell. That they, they had a fishing covered, line back then. And it was supposed to be fucking whatever the girl with blue eyes that fell in love with Kyle MacLachlan. Sean oh, oh, yeah. Young. Fremen? Sean Young. What was her name? Yeah, right. the star. The, the movie star was, yeah. yeah. All right, we're bringing this back to Dune. We're bringing so this I, back I, to this is the Rosky Dune. Dune. Yeah, the best the one Dune that was never made. Was. You know what, Rob, you're right. Kind of makes sense. He stumbled I like your, your space princess, but yeah, but no, but you had to go break our hearts with Alejandro Jodorowsky's Dune that we'll never gonna fucking see. And it wasn't a fucking magical black box. It was just like curtains set up so we could like hide behind Is there that where and he like was? look at it. Yeah, of course did he, he had, was. Did he had the cat with him. Was he like, Silencio. Of course he did. Well, at that point, Shit. probably. It was Honestly, a, it was a movie. I mean, this is why we. This is why we. Just, yeah, I yeah, so right. wish. Wait, well, first off, way to inspire No, that, it was Jodorowsky's Dune that we, that we just witnessed. Yeah, yeah, that is the greatest unmade movie ever. I, I mean, mean, I think everyone pretty much agrees. I don't think the time period lines up I mean, John Carpenter's Creature from the Black Lagoon circa 82 really ranks high for me. I'm pretty but, sure the time doesn't line up, but we're going to go with Jodorowsky's Dune. No, Sound it's years good? later. He was still he was still working out the kinks in case the money came through. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fine. Think about it. Dude, he was out of his time. Yeah. All right, well, there you have it. Thank you for joining us for the Kryptonite Podcast. <laughs> also, I just watched The Holy Mountain the other day, and that really? fucking makes me feel like I am fucking out of my gourd. Oh, I love dude, that movie. Dude, fucking Santa Sangre? It's too much. Oh, Santa Sangre is that, pretty normal. No, that makes normal. sense. Yeah, yeah, Santa Sangre is like it, you for, can for him, that, it's fairly Mountain, normal. No, Holy, Holy Mountain is just off the wall. An if any of our listeners have not seen Jodorowsky's Holy Mountain. Oh, I mean, you got to see El Topo. You see, well, it's, there's, it's El, the there's El Topo, uh, Santa Sangre, and then Holy Mountain, right? That's probably or the trilogy of must-see. Yeah. Uh, well, El Topo's the first. Santa, Santa Sangre was in the 80s. Okay, gotcha. All right, yeah, um, that's the latest up. of the three, and Holy Mountain yeah. came in between. But Holy Mountain is just a colorful, episodic, mayhem-ridden, deliriously sacrilegious fucking movie. And then do yourself a favor and find the documentary... Jodorowsky's Dune and, and explain just, away every paranormal event ever by ex- saying he was there doing it exactly it's, yes, no, to it's such it. a fucking great documentary and I wish the fuck he did Dune I'm not saying I got a problem with fucking David Lynch's Dune because I obviously fucking love it we, no, we, we it adore it time. yeah we all do I have the pops of fucking uh, Fade and Paul Atreides God bless Fremen. you from an eye Paul Atreides I got the pops fucking love them <laughs> Pops for life. There you go. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Kryptonite Podcast. Uh, as always, the social medias, the Instas, the Twitters, and the Facebooks. Be sure to check us out there. Uh, keep uh, keep uh, you know messaging us. We're on the DMs. You can hit us up there if you want to send us your theories about these two stories. Let us know what you think. The Facebook group. Facebook group is dope. Robert Thompson holding it down. Absolutely. Yeah. Doing the best job out there. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people that joined like recently. Really? Yeah, like actually, Robert sends me like like updates about people that joined. Oh, that's There's quite a fucking few of them. So. I pop on whenever I can. You know, obviously, life is what it is, and you know, I get yeah. caught up. But fucking, uh, I love it. No, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's cool. fun. Everyone there is dope it's, and cool as shit. Like it's probably the only reason that I'm still on Facebook. I can dig that. So you know, as, if some, if at some point. 
Robert bails on us, and I'm just going to be leaving Facebook. So, Robert, you're holding me on Facebook, buddy. Wow. Yeah. I you know. are the tether. You are the tether that holds me to Facebook. To the friend. bonds of Facebook. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Uh, and they got the Twitters, the Instagrams, um, do, 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 iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio. We are available on a multitude, a multitude of platforms. I find new shit daily that our, that our shit is available on. So, really? Yeah. And you know what? Leave I, us a review. Please. Please. If you like what you if you like what you're listening to, leave us a review. Five star reviews are always appreciated. And I'm trying to cajole the guys into reading the reviews again. I actually have some reviews from this week that I'm going to read to Rob when we're done with the podcast. Because he knows. I'm he, gonna hold He knows you. I need it. My fragile artist ego. Yes. If really that, if, no, but honestly, hearing that you guys enjoy what we're doing. It, it just it's really the key more than anything else it, that's what makes this one of the best I will, endeavors i will put you on my lap like papa oh. and i will read you the review like papa <laughs> okay with your, with like your papa. broken tibia <laughs> yeah exactly and oh, i will man. read you the reviews uh kryptonaut uh podcast papa, can patreon I, can i hear another review patreon.com slash kryptonaut podcast one dollar will get you a shout out five dollars will get you a shout out and some bonus audio thank you all to everybody over there we're about to record our last patreon episode for january uh, and again if you you know man money's tight shit sucks we're all fucking broke so pay five bucks pro tip you can download all the fucking episodes for five dollars and then you can fucking cancel your shit and then come back next month just saying. Do yourself a favor. Get the shit. Put the five bucks up. Get what you got to get. Bang out. Come back a couple more months. If there's one thing we get is uh, strapped economies. Yeah, we're not thousand errors. No. Nor are you. <laughs> no. So we're barely not hundred even. errors. Yeah. So yeah. Like, do what you got to do. Pay pay the five bucks. Get the extra episodes. Bail. Come back later. It's all good. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Thank you to everyone that supports us over there. Thank you to all of our listeners out there, whether it's Patreon or not. We appreciate all of your support. All the comments and the mentions and everything are fucking super dope. Yeah, you and, guys are uh, the best. And the gifts that you guys send are always oh, fucking appreciated. It's unbelievable. It's so dope. Literally, so. you guys gifts. fucking rule the pit. And occasionally we get like cool art, which is dope. Yeah. Like things that that people do for us online. Oh. They just like pop art up there for us, which is super cool. We love and appreciate that too. So thank you all so very much. And I'm talking to you soon. Goodbye, sir. Mm-hmm. Good day. Good day. I said good I dude, said sir. Good day. Good dune. Good, good dune. dune. Good dune, sir. <laughs> good dune, sir. Oh, all right, good. Why? Why can we never let it go? I, because we fucking possible. live in a world where Jodorowsky's Dune was never fucking made. I know. And when you watch the documentary, which I fucking hope our listeners sure as fuck do, it makes you realize what the fuck it could have been. Not that Lynch did a bad job because he fucking didn't, because I fucking love it and I watch all the fucking time. Yeah, well, that's why we but, talk about it all the time. I, but. Dude, I've read the making of Lynch's Dune three times. He has an entire goddamn fucking art book. Oh, I know. Yeah, the art I, book that, is you the part it. that's... That, no, it's not, it's not available. It was available in our local mall when I was a kid, and I didn't have the money, and I wish I'd picked it Wait, up. Wait, it was really? It was totally in our Walden books. Really? You could really I get that? I through it. I used to go there every fucking weekend. Really? Is it on Amazon? It. Yeah, for like $1,000. We have pod money, motherfucker. It's... Then we got to share a book. Dude. That's going to be a fist fight. Wow. It's going to be a dirty fight. All right, we'll talk about this off All right, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks, All right. fuckers. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> 